How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back to the Rear Projection podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Scott Kingston. We are on episode 43, and uh, this episode is on the uh, 1999 horror, The Blair Witch Project. Um, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Michael Hunt, who loves nothing more (laughs) than waking up in the morning to find someone else's goo all over his massive sack. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's true it's true in my old age my sack has become somewhat pendulous how we doing mate uh haven't haven't uh, spoken to you in a little while how we doing yes not too bad not too bad thank you yeah we've uh we've been a bit sporadic again yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'm done apologising to be like that. If anyone who's gotten this far of us will know, we're a little bit sporadic with when we record. Sometimes it's one a week, sometimes it's one every three weeks. Just, yeah, you know. But, uh, you know, it's good It's good to be back doing this episode, um, or, or a episode for that for that matter. Um, yeah, as I say, this was on the Blair Witch Project, which uh, I would imagine in our brief, <laughs> our brief correspondences we did have when... Uh, researching and watching this film i'd imagine you've got some fairly um in well i say strong opinions on maybe indifferent but uh you you weren't a fan were you mike uh, re-watching it or, or were you ever in fact uh yeah well i liked it i know i remember likes it I, I saw it in 99 when it came out at the cinema yeah um and i quite enjoyed it then but yeah. i don't i probably i don't know i may have watched it once or twice since but definitely hadn't watched it in a good few years and um, yeah, uh, wasn't that impressed? No, I think I don't think it's aged brilliantly. I think there are, are other. I think I could give this film credit for being a bit of a genre changer uh, in terms of the way it marketed itself, because I think it kind of made out that the actors in it and that were really missing, which is kind of cool. Um, and the kind of the whole sort of self shot, like you know, it's been shot on a handheld camera and stuff. But I do think that other films have come out in the years since this film's been released that have just done it a lot better. Um, yeah. Which maybe doesn't shine a very flattering light on it. But to be fair, it was nineteen ninety nine. Um, but yeah, what, what did you uh, what, what did you think? Let's uh, let's go into it. Um, I thought it was a bag of shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I tried really hard to like it, but um, it doesn't have an awful lot of redeeming qualities. It's um, like you say. I think I think the beauty of this film was it was in its marketing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and and you know, it maybe it's. Yeah, maybe when it first came out because it was quite groundbreaking and it sort of it was. It, yeah, I, mean, I think it would. Yeah, for, certainly the first found footage style film that I remember having seen. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it probably started that subgenre of films. Mm, yeah, um, I think I think even on IMDb they listed the actors as missing, presumed dead. Oh, wow. Or missing at least, but uh, yeah, no, they really went all out with the whole with the whole marketing thing, and I think quite a few people fell for it at the time because I suppose it was quite a new thing. Um, I suppose they were half right because their careers are pretty fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, we usually kind of name check the cast at this point in the episode, but I have to say, a there's only three of them, and yeah. b you probably won't have heard of any of them. No. <laughs> um, no. Because it's kind of they. I haven't seen any of them in anything um, since. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, the the going through the cast is going to take about. <laughs> it's not going to take. Basically, I mean, they interview a few townspeople and, and and whatnot, but by and large, for seven eighths of the movie, it's just uh, those three, which is which is Heather Donahue, um, who I suppose probably has the most memorable scene in it from the old uh, close up. It's not pissing out of her nose. Um. <laughs> Up nose shot. Yeah, um, with the whole the whole sort of like uh, I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. Um, and sort of giving it all that. That's probably the most well known um, scene scene from the film, um, or at least probably the most memorable. Um, and then there's uh, Joshua Leonard, um, uh, shit Shaggy from Scooby Doo, and. Um, <laughs> And, and Mike, the cameraman, who I have to say 
is a very inconsistent character in this film to me because he seems to filter between peacekeeper and mental lunatic shouting. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he also kicked the map into the creek, uh, which is yep. the yeah, and um, he, yeah. So that, that's that's the three main actors in it. Um, that's about all I've got to say about any of those three. On the basis, you know, usually at this point we'd say like, oh, well, I've seen them in this, that, and this. I've seen them in the Blair Witch Project and nothing else. And they all died in this, so they weren't even in the sequel, which was <laughs> which was shit. Uh, I still think the sequel was better than the first one. Oh, what Book of Shadows? It was terrible. Yeah, it, it was still better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I read so, some of the, the trivia um, coming into this, and apparently the scene where um, she shouts, like, what the fuck is that? And you see them running off into the woods. Mm. Apparently, you're meant to see the witch at that point. They had so, an actress or someone standing there, but apparently when the actor is running, he forgot to turn the camera and get her in shot. And they just didn't bother reshooting it. I thought if if at one point the I mean I think it worked better that the witch wasn't seen, but if the main villain of the piece was indeed intended to be in it and the actor fucked up the scene, would you not make him go back and do it again? Uh, and that's that sort of like that to me seems to pretty much just like wrap up what this film like why <laughs> this film is such a failure in a nutshell is because like that. <sighs> You 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 sit for however long it is, eighty minutes or something. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's got runtime on IMDb. Oh, fuck knows. Yeah, no, I yeah, mean, I think it was about seventy-five minutes. Yeah, you sit for all that time waiting for something to happen, and nothing happens. There's absolutely no payoff whatsoever. All, all, all you do is you just have to listen to a load of fucking idiots arguing. Yeah, with and the then, odd, the odd snapping of sticks and. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just infuriating. You just hear a lot of noises, a lot of bad camera work as people run through the woods. And the yeah. next thing, they're back in a tent again, arguing. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just nothing of any value whatsoever. Yeah, the odd pile of rocks, the odd stick figure. That's about as... I think that was probably the closest I came to a kind of, oh, that's a bit of a freaky scene, where they stumble across all the stick figures. I remember when I was a kid watching that, because I, I watched it in 99 as well. I remember thinking, oh, that's a bit freaky, the old stick figures. But that's about as close as... I, I don't know. It's. I, th I think it's, it scared me a bit more in 99, but even then I didn't find it... Do you know what I mean? I wasn't fucking shitting myself. I mean, what what makes me laugh about it is whether just, I just get frustrated with the characters because they're all desperate to get out of the woods. Like, when they get lost in this film... But basically, to, we haven't done a synopsis, have we? Basically, three actors go to do a... They go to do a film based on the legend of the Blair Witch in these. Well, they're, yeah, they're making a documentary, aren't they? Sorry. Yeah, in the woods, yeah. and is it Maryland? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's it, Burkittsville. That's it. Yeah, Burkittsville, that's it. Burkittsville in Maryland. Uh, emphasis on Burke. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they basically just go. Yeah, they got a handheld camera. There's three kind of making like a student type film, and they're going into the woods to to look into the Blair Witch and uh, they essentially get lost and they get essentially stalked in the woods by this kind of... By fuck all. Yeah, by, by by what is obviously meant to be the entity of the Blair Witch, but it's essentially just a lot of people. I don't know, you hear a child laugh a couple of times, a bit of crackling. Like, I, think, I think at one point the tent gets shaken, but it's very much like you don't see the villain. Um... Uh, yeah, it's, so that, that's I don't know. Is there anything in the synopsis? That's, that's about it, really, isn't it? And no, that, that it just really gets, is it. Yeah, it gets, I mean, it gets basically it's just three people stuck in the woods trying to get out, and, and a witch is kind of stalking them. And they, and what annoys me though is they're desperate to get out of these woods. Have you noticed they keep fucking stopping? <laughs> it really pissed me off. Like they were a bit like, we need to get out of here. We need to get out. The witch is stalking us. We've been here for days. We need to get home. And then it was seen cut, and they just sat on the ground. And Josh is rolling down a hill into a tree. Like, yeah, just let me know. But I thought you lot were desperate to get out. Get up and get fucking walking. What are you doing? Fucking about. Yeah, there's 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 no structure to it. There's there's no structure to it really whatsoever. It it's and that's I think with a horror film, you have a wee wee. Uh, no, no, I'm not. But uh, my my missus is doing a bottle for our baby in the background. <laughs> to be fair, it, uh, it's it's kind of my fuck up here um, because I was meant to sort this out. She's nodding in agreement. I think I was meant to sort this out prior to recording the podcast, and I kind of did three quarters of it, but then forgot to do the rest of it. And uh, she doesn't look very impressed with me at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, that she's uh, she's doing a she's doing a bottle for our baby girl. She's uh, she's taking her to bed. Thanks, babe. Cheers. 
Is this the first episode <laughs> since you had your baby girl? It's not, is it? No, I think we did Goodfellas. I think it was, I somehow managed to squeeze it in the week after she was born, I think. Um, yeah, but no, I think this, yeah, I think this is the second episode since since baby was here. Mm, nicely handled, though, getting, getting an episode out. Yeah, it had to be done, mate. It had to be done. Well, well played, yeah. Well played. Yes. Um, um, yeah, that, that, it just, with the horror film, you know, you need to have some sort of logical progression to something. Yeah, rather and than be, just aimlessly, yeah. And, it, and, it, and from what I can tell from reading the trivia about how the film was put together, they didn't have a script. They had no. a basic outline of what was going to happen. Um, and most of the dialogue was improvised. And, yeah. you know, they did fun experimental shit like reducing their rations every day to make yeah. them more pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I read that. I read like they kind of told them certain things that had to be achieved that day and gave them certain points in the woods that they had to hit. But other than that, it was very much in the actor's hands. Um, I mean, to be fair, it could have got a lot fucking worse than it did. I mean, it was watchable if anything else, but I mean, <laughs> that was a very, it was a very, it was a very kind of, yeah, it was a very loose premise that they used to film this. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of liked probably, actually probably my favourite scenes of this film, probably probably before they go into the woods, I quite like when yeah. they go around the townspeople and kind of getting people's perspectives on the local legend and shit. I kind of thought that was some of the better scenes. I mean, there's yeah. nothing, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's nothing scarier in this movie than uh, Mary Brown. Um, <laughs> uh, mid, middle name Smokes, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a just a senile crackhead um, <laughs> like, at one point the, the, the Mary Brown is billed as kind of the local eccentric woman who has um, they get told the three students that this Mary Brown had had an experience with the Blair Witch mm. and um, they go and interview her and she describes her experience and she's like well this woman came over to me but she had all this fur all over her body like a horse and then it was just it was just covered in fur and then I looked up at her head and her head was all hairy like a like a horse and I was just thinking was it a You've horse? Seen a horse. <laughs> <laughs> if it looks like a horse, acts like a horse, sounds like a horse, it's probably a horse love. <laughs> no no get, just a really hairy witch. Don't get a lot of horses in Burkittsville apparently <laughs> I mean, apparently, that the, the, when they went to Burkittsville to film this, apparently the two dudes that directed it, I think they put a, a casting call out for sort of anyone who wanted to be in this movie and ex, as extras and shit. And apparently, she was the only one who turned up. Oh, I will. <laughs> Imagine what she walks in. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! What have we started? <laughs> no, sorry, we're full love. The roles are taken. <laughs> put the rooms empty. <laughs> Do you know there's a horse outside? Um, <laughs> no, no, that's my no, friend. No, that's a witch. <laughs> it's the only natural conclusion. <laughs> yeah, if she's not a witch, why is she so tall? <laughs> no, that's my friend. Her name's. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I think that's a, another part of the part of the issues with this film is that. They expect you to buy into this legend of the Blair Witch. Mm. Really, all you get is a couple of fucking local nutters talking bollocks. Yeah, and that's it. And then, and then they're in the woods doing what? I'm not quite sure. They're looking for Coffin Rock, is it? Oh yeah, she does the whole. Yeah, she does. She reads what happened at Coffin Rock, which is essentially a load of people getting slaughtered, which was um, uplifting. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, Mary, she's been smoking <laughs> rock. <laughs> I'd imagine she's coughing. I'd imagine, I was going to say, I imagine she's coughing rocks nowadays, but I'd imagine she's probably in a coffin. Um, probably from all that coffee, she's probably feeling a little horse. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Did you notice at the start, the first thing that uh, Heather, that one of the opening shots is her kind of packing for the trip, and she goes, oh, I've got this book, How to Stay Alive in the Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Oops. they didn't read that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd get my money back if I wasn't fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I mean, yeah, the, the opening scenes, like, I, I get what you mean, though. It doesn't, it, 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 it's not really long enough before they go into the woods. The scene isn't really set. It's kind of five minutes of them walking around, giving spontaneous interviews to people the 30 seconds, yeah. and then they're there. And um, 
Yeah, it starts off, they're all quite excited, but then they establish a, probably a, a day, probably after the first day that they're fucking lost, and then they all just start kicking off of each other. Um, yeah. Apparently, yeah, apparently the tension, apparently they were going to kill, I mean, they were going to kill off Mike, Mike in this film, but they ended up having to kill off Josh because apparently him and the girl that played Heather, the point they fucking hated each other. Yeah, he was a bit of a prick apparently. So, like, <laughs> sorry, mate, see you later. <laughs> and I can't imagine anybody being a bigger prick than her because she's so annoying, mm. so painfully annoying. She is. I, I, you wonder. I, I didn't. I couldn't tell if that was part of the character or. or... I suppose on the basis that there was a script, they kind of written her to be annoying. So I guess she must have just naturally been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was probably the best actor in it. I would say she's probably better than the other two. But, but yeah, her character was... It, it, I, I mean, I think I would have been on day two stood outside the tent saying, where is this fucking witch? Can you kill me? <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking bigger witch in the fucking tent. Can you just pull my teeth out and stick me in the corner wherever it is you do, please, love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, kind of really struggled with it. It was just, yeah, just I couldn't, I really couldn't engage with it at all. It was just stupid. It feels like it. It feels like a student film. It feels yeah. like the whole thing is just a student film. How this ever got a theatrical release, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the marketing was quite genius, which has made it, which almost carried the rest of it. I think there was such a mystique with this film going into it, with people thinking that this shit was actually real. I mean, I suppose if people thought this was real when they were watching it, it might be quite scary. On the basis that we all now know it to be a fiction then that's fine but I, I guess on the on the way that it marketed itself if people have gone into if people have walked out the cinema thinking that shit was real no yeah i'd maybe be a bit freaked out because there were elements of you know it's fucking people getting killed on camera and some dude goes missing i think josh goes missing halfway through the film and don't his his teeth and his tongue end up outside like they leave she leaves piles of rocks which is another blair witch thing she, i think i think they're meant to represent graves are they sure yeah I, I think Mike's just I, I'm just asking you about the sort of mystique of Blair you're, you're not sold on this at all so I'm not all right, I, won't, I won't ask you for any in-depth knowledge of the, uh, the, the the Blair Witch legend but I believe it's meant to stand for something that Brock's I think there were because didn't they say there were ch- there were six or seven children killed and there were seven piles of rocks or something like that yeah something about in the yeah 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 and josh knocked one of the piles over which i think presumably is why he got taken and then i think yeah once he they hear him getting tortured in the middle of the the night in the woods once he gets taken they can hear him screaming and he screams something a lot like brian badonde I just, oh. just, 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 in fact, Blair sounds like something that Brian Bedondi would say. Brian Blair. Oh, Blair. The Blair Bits Project. <laughs> I'm here in Barkettsville, Badland. Blair. <laughs> I'm Blair with Boshua, Bather, and Michael. I'm going to you to join us as we venture into the boots. <laughs> We start at Bothin Bock. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> no, I quite enjoyed it. More than I enjoyed the film. So. <laughs> but no, I did. I thought I heard him scream at one point and I thought that that is... <laughs> it just went... <laughs> I just assumed he was having a very enjoyable wank. <laughs> Imagine that if he shouted that out into the darkness. It's okay. <laughs> Having one of those wanks that killed off that dude from Kill Bill. What was his name? David Carradine. There we go. Yeah, the chokey wank. <laughs> That's not a wank that you have with the trunch ball, by the way. Ah, oh, the chokey. Oh, so sad. I get that reference immediately. <laughs> <laughs> a little closet with a spike in it. With a spike. Oh. Spiky. Plenty of room in there, though, I noticed. So. Yeah, there was. Yeah, You were never in any real danger from the spikes. I think they were more for effect, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I can't imagine what Ofsted would have said about it. <laughs> they obviously don't fucking inspect their schools in America. <laughs> well, Mat- aren't they remaking Matilda? I think they are, aren't they? Uh, they well, they're making a film version of the musical because haven't haven't it come under fire because it's, uh, is it a slim person's playing Miss Trunchbull or something? Emma Thompson is playing Miss Trunchbull, and yeah. 
she's not a fat actress, so people are getting <laughs> upset. Oh, welcome to 2022. You know what I mean? And anyway, Justice where, where, for the fatties. I mean, I've not read the book, but does it say that she's fat in the book? Or is it just because the the woman who played... I can't remember her name now. Oh, who was the woman that played the original... In the original she was in... Uh, the last thing I saw her rock up in was Gavin and Stacey. Um, uh, she's in... She uh, plays Pam Ferris. Pam Ferris, well remembered. Pam, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually don't know where I pulled that from, but uh, I'm, yeah, Pam Ferris. Um, yeah, she was in she, the uh, the 1996 or seven, I would be guessing. Um, the one with the little girl from Miracle of 34th Street. So yeah, but she, I think she was in a fat suit as well, I think. Really? I think so. That's interesting. I just thought that she just uh, she was just a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's a fat cunt in Harry Potter as well, isn't she? She plays um, Aunt Marge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she is. I mean, to be, oh, yeah, she floats off into the sky. Um, <laughs> the thing is, uh, how awkward would it be not considering non-fat people for the coronavirus? Imagine being an actress and going in and reading for trans being like, oh, no, love, you're too slim. But then the actress beyond that would go, you, love, you'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking mess. Like, you know, <laughs> the thing is, they can't, They, you know... They can't actually hire a fat woman because it's quite a physical role and she might lose that weight during That's filming. True. So just use the fat suit, stay consistent. Yeah? If, if if they hire a skinny kid for Bruce Bogtra, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. And the, you know, the, the, worry, the worrying thing about that is that in this day and age, there's probably fucking overly ambitious parents keeping their kids fat just so they can be cast in films as the fat kid. You could be the next Bruce Bogtra. What a fucking goal to work towards. Good old Brucey. He ate that whole damn cake. Fair play to him. He did. He then did. she smashed that try over his head, which was a bit harsh because he achieved something there. Um, yeah, yeah, he was only doing as he was told as well. I love that such as how unimpressed we're in the Blair Witch Project. We're literally just reviewing another film after 20 minutes. Because <laughs> this one's bollocks. <laughs> it's fucking bollocks from start to finish. <laughs> Total uh, cock. Apparently it got a Guinness World Record for like uh, it, its budget, got like film cost to what it made. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's been broken, but I think it had it for years because I think it got made on like thirty thousand dollars, which is fuck all, really. Well, I I read that one of the cameras they bought they returned to the shop after filming <laughs> and got their money back for it. <laughs> I mean, do you think the people that played like the townspeople were even actors? Do you think they just went up to people and <laughs> bewildered them? <laughs> what? Just say some weird shit. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I, I it, apparently it had, yeah, the Guinness World Record for top budget to box office ratio uh, for a mainstream feature film. So for every dollar spent, it made $10,931. Wow. I mean, that that is impressive, but, yeah. um, you know. You, I guess you can see how much money they spent just from watching it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd imagine a lot of the perverts who watched it just kept rewinding the scene of Heather taking a piss. But um... I know I did. <laughs> just because I don't know how girls do it. <laughs> Where does it come from? They haven't even got willies. <laughs> they should have just. They should have been there taking a shit. She just could have pulled her trousers up and oh, <laughs> I just exercise a witch myself over here. I'd give that a miss. <laughs> I'm having a bit of a, a bit of hubble bubble toil and trouble over here. <laughs> I tell you what, let's pitch the tent next to this pile. The witch won't come anywhere this tonight. <laughs> she won't come anywhere bloody near it. <laughs> In the morning, you just see these holes tucking into a massive log. <laughs> oh dear! I, I tell you what, another bit that I found strange was when they're. Um... They're talking about when I think this is really quite deep into the movie where they're talking about like they've been lost in the the woods now for like probably four or five days, and they're talking about what foods they're fantasizing over, like the, mm. like the food, like you know they they've not had anything proper to eat in days. They're salivating, and um, I think it's I think it's Mike was a bit like oh, I'll tell you what I love right now, Mum's mashed potatoes. I thought. <laughs> Mashed fucking, what a bland food to fucking crave. What was it, Bodger and Badger? 
<laughs> mashed potato. My, what the fuck? I miss my mum's mashed potatoes. What are you going to do next? Fucking wash it down with a nice tepid glass of powdered milk. You <laughs> fucking melt. Definitely a white guy. <laughs> mum's mashed potatoes. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I suppose in America it's uh, different. I don't know. I don't know what they do to it. Surely there's only so much you can do with mashed potatoes. Yeah, mash them. I I don't have an issue with it as a as as a side dish to to a meat or some kind of I don't know main attraction dish. But I I would not be sat in the woods starving to death after five days going oh. I'll tell you what I could do. I could really do with a sort of bland vegetable. But yeah. but, but not but not whole. It needs to be mashed up into a paste. I just it, it just <laughs> it wouldn't even make my top ten if I'm honest. Oh, I'll no, tell you what I could murder right now. A Jacob's cream cracker. Honestly, I mean, Mum, if you're listening, and I know the fact for a fact that you don't, I, I'm sure you know. I've got nothing against your mashed potatoes; it just doesn't do it. I mean, I, I just I sat and it's the equivalent of sat in the woods salivating over a rivita. I mm. just doesn't do it for me. I'll be, mm. I'll be sat in the woods going, "Oh, I'd fucking murder a vindaloo and a bottle of Corona. Yeah. It'd be great." You know, it's it's ugh. macaroni, cheese, and 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 uh, oh, let's talk about films that we like. Uh, I mean, foods that we like. Sorry. <laughs> should, we just use, should we just use that to fill the next half an hour of the episode? Yeah. What's your favourite meat, Scott? <laughs> um, oh, it's interesting. I, I am partial to lamb, uh, but um, mm. I, I'm, I'm a chicken guy as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty my top two. Cool. Yeah. Lamb and curry. Always, always go for the red meat in a curry. I had a, I had a lamb vindaloo on Saturday and it was bloody lovely. Nice, any good? Yeah. You just said it was bloody lovely. It's so, bloody lovely, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. <laughs> any good then? Um, yep, yep, yep. As always, not so great on the way out. <laughs> You're a brave man doing a vindaloo in that weather. It was quite hot on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, reasonably, reasonably. But, you know, that's the kind of crazy guy I am. <laughs> I was already sweaty, so. <laughs> well, could be worse. You could have snot hanging out your nose while you're trying to deliver an emotional monologue. Well, um, I did after that vindaloo. <laughs> do you know, appar- appar- apparently in that scene, um, she actually meant to film her face in its entirety, but she didn't do the camera work right. Another another, another downfall of making your actors film the fucking film for you. Um, yeah. So they just got her big hairy nostrils. Um, but apparently the directors liked it because they thought it seemed like it was a more emotionally charged scene with just seeing her eyes and her nose. But apparently that wasn't the intention. So I can't imagine how he felt. Just she was just in her big snotty nose, got released to fucking cinemas worldwide. Um, but it ended up actually probably being the yeah most memorable scene from the film, really, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, because this is the only scene in which something sort of happens. Yeah, the rest of it's just them, um, you know. Arguing. Yeah, it's just arguing. She realises that it was all her fault, which it fucking was. It, it wasn't. It was. I mean, I don't think Matey Boy. I don't think old Mike helped by uh, kicking the map into the creek. To be fair, um, but, no, that's a fair point. Why? Well, yeah, why did well, he do I, I, that? Well, I think he didn't trust her that she knew what she was doing with the map, and he may have been right. I mean, you, you never really know whether she actually knew where they were going in it, but she put big emphasis on the fact that she did. Um, but he didn't, I think Mike wasn't very happy with her. didn't trust her that she actually knew what she was doing with the map and thought, oh, bollocks, and kicked it into the creek. Oh, that's not that, the best decision. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Because if, if it's not the map that's the problem, is it? N- no. If, if, <laughs> if you're saying she's fucking up the map reading, just have someone else read the map. Don't yeah. get rid of the map altogether in some sort of fucking bizarre, inane protest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you won't be misdirecting us again. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be misdirecting us at all. <laughs> I think I win that little exchange. 
<laughs> yeah, he didn't fit that one. He cut his nose off the spider's face there a little bit. He? he really did. He really did. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you didn't trust her with the map, try it. Oh, why don't you try it yourself then, mate? Or give it give it to shit Shaggy. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't think kicking it into the creek. Yeah. yeah. It didn't seem like a good idea at the time. But um, what made me laugh was within seconds, they were both kicking off at him. I think, I think shit Shaggy squared up to him and Heather was calling him a can and blah, blah, blah. But then... Bit, about five minutes later, <laughs> Josh and Heather at each other's throats, and Mark's going, "Guys, calm down. Come on, this, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna help any of us. Is it? You fucking kick them up into the creek, you can't shut up. Who are you to be fucking peacekeeper all of a sudden? Guys, look at us <laughs> squabbling, bickering. <laughs> we never used to be like this. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> It's the young ones, isn't it? I thought it was bottom for a second, but it's young no, ones. No, it's definitely the young ones, yeah. <laughs> Squabbling. Bigger there. <laughs> oh, that was a nice little throwback. I've not I've not thought about that quote in a while. I haven't watched the young ones in ages. No, no. I uh I have them all on DVD because I nicked them off an ex girlfriend. So <laughs> You got, we weren't together you got very custody long, of the young ones. Yeah, I've got <laughs> not, two books. Not the kids, just got the fucking DVDs. <laughs> we've got two books out of our only young ones box set, so that was all right. We weren't together for about a month. Results. Oh, fantastic. Right, doing it right. Uh, I split up with a girl and she had my copy of Four Lions. Have you seen that? I yeah, it's one of my favourite films. Fucking love for lines, but yeah, she she had the copy of that, so she she won that round. Yeah, um, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that. Another one now. Six <laughs> bottles of bleach, please. <laughs> I fucking love Barry in that movie. <laughs> Over the wall, Vector. He died a martyr. He blew up a sheep, Barry. <laughs> Tap the food supply. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to blow up boots. So condoms <laughs> make you want to bang white chicks. <laughs> Rubber dicky rapids, bro. <laughs> oh. I'm a blowing a dog in a ditch now, buddy. <laughs> I love how you ended the quote there. I think there was another part to that, wasn't there? <laughs> Maybe. You'll have to watch the film and find out, viewers. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, neither me or Michael qualified to end that quote, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, not brown enough. No. But, uh, but, oh, if you haven't seen Four Lions, definitely check it out. It's oh, watch amazing. Four Lions. Don't watch the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Don't do that. Never get that time back. No, yeah, no, for well, yeah, well, in a way, it's almost thankful that, that it's only seventy-five minutes long. Is it? I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it as much as you. I, it was a bit of a nostalgia trip for me because I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I think I briefly, really, really liked it when I was a kid, and I think I watched it like five times in a short space of time because I think it was, I think. I think the first time I watched it, I think I thought it might have been real, actually. It was 99. Mm. I was only 11. So I wasn't savvy to the ways of Hollywood. Um, and I think uh, that when I was told, oh, yeah, this is real. And I think the, the, the mate that showed it to me was, yeah, this is real. And I think I uh, just kind of went along with it. So I think I was briefly really into it. So I actually I remembered it quite well, actually. I remember thinking to myself, fucking hell, I, 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 there wasn't any scenes that I thought, oh, yeah, it, it's, it's exactly how I remember it. <laughs> it's, it's just... Three people walk around the woods screaming at each other, and at the end, they go into a creepy old pedo house, and um, they both die. Well, you see Mike standing in the corner, which confirms, I believe, one of the stories one of the townspeople says, right? Yeah, where she used to make the children stand in the corner of the room or something. Well, that's a point, actually, because that version of the story is a guy called Rusted Parr. And apparently he was just a child killer who would take two kids at a time, make one stand into a corner, and while he'd kill the other one, then he'd get the other one at the corner and kill him. Um, I didn't know why, just get them both in headlocks. Just do them both at once. Um, Yeah, or just kick them both to death (laughs) immediately. Why (laughs) fuck around? Like, they're just, they're they're small children. They're easy to kill. (laughs) So if you want... Pointers for how to kill children. Just listen to the reproduction podcast. We're well, both fathers. Do you, um, you, you shouldn't. If you need tips on how to kill a child, you're a fucking idiot. Look at them. They're stupid. They're tiny and they're stupid. Easiest fucking things to kill in the world. Oh, um, but the, the the fact that you <laughs> kind of kind of thought we should probably steer away from the child killing. <laughs> Should have just just really finished that line from Four Lions and and not <laughs> carried on. <laughs> yeah, the film shit. So we're just going to go for most offensive episode of all time. Yeah, what's worse, <laughs> racism or child killing? 
I'll put a poll up at the end of the episode. <laughs> you can all vote. <laughs> We're not doing favourite films this week. <laughs> we can, we've gone to that different route. Just uh, kill uh, ethnic children, then you've got the best of both worlds, haven't you? <laughs> the the racist child killer. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, what was I saying before we uh, went back into the child killer? Uh, oh, yeah. The the fact that it pan the fact that the, the the last scene seemed to reveal that it was the Rustin Par theory. Does that not mean that there was an infinite Blair Witch? <laughs> Yeah, possibly. <laughs> or that he was, uh, I think the inference is supposed to be that he was possessed by her. Or oh, something. I see. Yeah, that <clears> makes a bit more sense, actually, because otherwise it would just negate the whole plot up to that point, I mean, if we can call it a plot. Um, mm. Yeah, it's... This it's... weather has given me rather a rusted par as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, you see a lot of demonic symbols and bloody handprints on the walls when you when you go into that. Tiny uh, child, like child handprints. Child bloody handprints, yeah. But they're all like in a row. It looks like it's just. Been, it looks like it's just a house that used to have a shit art class, and it's just, it was like an abandoned nursery. Just like it was. Yeah. It, it, it didn't really look. It didn't really look spooky. It was almost like, it, it, yeah. It, they, they looked very deliberate. They looked like a director went in there and said, "Right, let's just put handprints on the walls to make it look freaky." And it just, I don't know. It looked quite deliberate. I reckon they probably had to kick out all the crackheads as well before they started filming. <laughs> Mary Brown was in, I'm trying to smoke some crack. <laughs> Chilling with the girl from the labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your glass pipe. <laughs> oh, you love your glass pipe, don't you? <laughs> Mary, let's go back to your house. <laughs> Blair Witch, are you coming? Um, <laughs> Mary technically lives in a caravan, doesn't she? She does. And I don't know if they were trying to foreshadow uh, something because her gate was made of like sticks, which didn't look dissimilar to the like the stick figures that they find in the woods. I didn't know if they were trying to foreshadow something there with that. Um, I, I looked up when I was watching sort of... Sticks. Yeah, I looked up a couple of like research videos and that, and uh, people thought that it was foreshadowing that she was the Blair Witch. But I mean, Mary looks like the only person she was killing was herself. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think she's. I don't think that frail old woman who was clearly mental <laughs> was riding a horse into the woods to kill three grown human beings. It just was wasn't happening to me. I didn't, I didn't buy that theory that Mary was the Blair Witch. I mean, you can't have the lo- you can't have the local legend, the legendary Blair Witch, living in a fucking trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine that! It's like, oh, the Loch Ness monster. Oh, yeah, at least at the top of that high rise. Like it, it does. <laughs> we just, just, just kind of, kind of undo the legend a little bit, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, even even with masterful acting um, like that of Bob Griffin, who played Short Fisherman, <laughs> and uh, Ed Swanson, who played Fisherman with glasses. <laughs> Do you know the weird thing is? They're in it for 10 seconds. I think they're about fifth on the bill because they're in it for the monkeys after the three main actors. <laughs> Everyone knows that that old lady's been hurling those words. And, uh, of course, we would be remiss not to mention Mark Mason um, and his portrayal of man in yellow hat. <laughs> I think he's the one who does the Rustin Parr theory. Yeah. I love that yeah. one of the fishermen as well, he says something like, oh, you darn fool kids will never learn. And it's a bit like, you've literally just lifted that from a Scooby-Doo episode. I was really hoping at the end, the camera just pan up and it was just old man withers. It's old man withers in the whole of the amusement park. I would have got away with it too. Went for those snooping kids. That's Wayne's world, isn't it? It is indeed. <laughs> I think we just spoofed a spoof there. <laughs> well, I've just spoofed anyway. Bit of, bit of double spoofing. I love it. Double spoofing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, anything to try and earn back some of the time that we lost watching this film. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it quite as much as you. I. I. I didn't mind it, but I. I. Uh, yeah, it's lost a lot of its gloss. I mean, I think I. I. I, I enjoyed it. But I wish. I almost wish I hadn't watched it again. I think I enjoyed it in '99. I think I've watched it again. I've been a bit like, yeah, 
I just yeah, I I think it was it was a film that was of its time. We've done we've had that a couple of times with films where they've just I think they were good at the time, not so much anymore. I think this very much falls into that category. I, I respect it. I think it did. I think it did help kind of change the genre a little bit. I think it I think it has its place in horror legacy, and I I get that. But yeah, for for content and actual enjoyment, yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. No, <clears throat> no, but I mean, yeah, I think you're right. There are some decent found footage films out there that, that I quite enjoy. Um, yeah, I, I think the sort of, like I said, I think it kind of gave birth to that style of film, which which is which is awesome. It'll always be the godfather of that. Like, I mean, you know, things like Paranormal Activity and that kind of do that style of, also they kind of do that kind of, you don't see the, the you know, like in Paranormal Activity. I don't know if you've seen those movies, but you never see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean that premise. I mean, to be fair, Blair Witch didn't invent that premise. I mean, they used to say that Jaws, you don't see the shark until two thirds of the way in the, into the film. Like, I think you're always more scared of of what you don't see because I think what you imagine it to look like is always going to be worse than the reality. I mean, I, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, read... it's different with Jaws though because I knew it was going to look like a fucking shark. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a bit. It would have been a bit of a. Sh- <laughs> it would have been a bit of a shocker if sort of two thirds of the film after all these shark attacks, a goat just popped his head out the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Oh, it's a shark. It's always going to be a shark. I know what they look like. I've still yeah. seen them on the Discovery Channel. They're sort of long and grey. They're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> because we've got a bigger goat. Oh, that would have been a great tagline. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, the, the thing about Jaws as well is that a lot of the time <clears throat> they did the whole POV thing mm. with the camera, mainly just because budget. <clears throat> yeah. So they kept it that way, like where it's more about what you don't see than what you do because uh, it's cheaper. Oh, but I went to. Went well, I went to see a stage show about the making of Jaws. Stage show of Jaws. No, I'm not sure that would work. Just a man comes out going dun 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 dun. Just a big paper mache shark just comes down on a string. Local theatre. No, I I went to watch it. This is probably only about three or four months ago. I, we, me and the missus went to see uh, it was called The Shark is Broken and, and it was about the filming of Jaws because it was notoriously quite disastrous yeah. um, and I, I went to see a, 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 yeah, a movie about the making of it uh, uh, sorry a, a show about the making of it and it was Robert Shaw's son that played Robert Shaw's character which is kind of cool oh right yeah it was really good it was it was really good actually it, it kind of had them in the, the, the what's the name of the boat in it the, uh, is it the orca? I can't remember, but they they uh, it shows the three actors in it, and it shows them acting in between scenes, how they interact with each other. It was really good. I think it was on at the Edinburgh Festival a couple of years ago, and then they bought the stage show to London. And yeah, me and the missus went and got. It. I told the missus I wanted to go. She bought me tickets for my birthday. Really, really good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I'm not really a Jules fan, to be honest. Never got. Ah, oh, so it's up there with my faves, Jules. I think my faves, big, big, big fan. Yeah, I'm not not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of Steven Spielberg just for being just for the sake of being a fan of Steven Spielberg. If you know what I mean. No, that's fair enough. I, he's I don't got some good films. Yeah. He's got an equal amount of mediocre ones, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, we've done Hook before, haven't we? We don't have other Spielberg movies. <clears throat> I don't think we have. I think we were talking the other day and we said that there was quite a few big dev directors that we hadn't done a lot of their films. I mean, these dudes. Uh, who directed the Bear Witch Project? Have they ever done anything else? I fucking hope not. No. no oh, I sincerely hope not. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. This will fill a bit of time. I'd also like to shout out Susie Gooch, who played <laughs> who played interviewee with child, <laughs> and she also um, was the stunt double for Mike's spot between his balls and his anus. <laughs> Well, yeah, I remember here when Heather said at the front, she was like, oh, I don't want any cheese in this movie. I thought, well, stay away from Mark's knob then. Uh, <laughs> All the knobs in this film, stay away from them. They're stuck in the fucking woods yeah, for five, yeah, like six days. Woods for five days. He's going to be cheesing out there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, maybe grating that all over his mum's mashed potato. <laughs> Tangy. 
<laughs> oh, gee. Jesus Christ. I've just noticed on IMDb that they've got a picture of Mary, the kid, the, the woman that played Mary Brown. She's got a picture on IMDb. That is it's like, it, she looks like a burn victim that survived. Like, honestly, <laughs> that is one scary, scary woman. Jesus, they should have made her the villain. Fuck me. Yeah. I like her. She's got a face made for horror. I respect the fact that she's been in one movie for 30 seconds and she's got a picture on IMDb. And yet, <laughs> Paul, and yet Paul Mark Mason, man in yellow hat. <laughs> they couldn't even be asked to do a screen grab <laughs> from the film. She's, uh, oh no, she died. She died in 2007. That doesn't altogether surprise me. She was old in the film. Mm, I mean, she looks like a walking skeleton anyway. <laughs> I have to say, I've just looked at a recent picture of Josh Leonard. Uh-huh. <laughs> was, was that what I think it was? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just summon the Blair Witch there? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sorry, my trumpet's broken. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mark's decided to do a dirty protest of the Blair Witch Project by shitting his pants on camera. No, 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 this one was dry. <laughs> I'm impressed that that was picked up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after coming out of mic. Oh, t- <laughs> this is the sort of top quality listening that people wanted. We haven't given them an episode in nearly a month and they get this. We've reviewed about three other films. We've done Matilda. We've done Jaws. And you just farted. Uh, all preferable to reviewing the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a silent one. <laughs> I should have. I should have spread. <laughs> well, that somewhat threw me off. What I was, what I was going to say was the Josh Leonard. <laughs> current day it was so we're grown men we shouldn't find fast <laughs> and and yet <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say I don't Josh Leonard looks a little bit like Aaron Paul um, yeah he does yeah I was uh, <laughs> I was just <laughs> sorry, I'm still thinking about the fart yeah um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, you may have thrown this entire episode off track for the rest of the episode. Now, do you know who I think he looks a bit like? Um, the fat lad from Game of Thrones. Now, fuck yeah, it's an Aaron Paul and Sam from Game of Thrones mashup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got he's got vague resemblances to Aaron Paul's uh, in certain places, but yeah, he does look a bit like uh, Samuel Tarly. Samuel Tarly. Samuel Tarly. Nice, nice name. Yeah, it yeah. is. Fuck it out. And Apparently, goes, go on. I think you you may have been about to say the same thing as no, me. No, go on, go on. I'll, let you, I'll let you take it. Is it Heather and the Cannabis? Yeah. Fucking hell. Look at that. Great minds. <laughs> See, all it takes is one fart and we're back in sync. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was clogging my chakras. I think you saved the episode with that guff, to be honest. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, it's not saved my dignity, so. <laughs> um, she, I also noticed when you click on Heather Donahue's um, uh, Wikipedia page, she goes by the name of Ray Hans now. Ray Hans. R- Ray Hans. Does she, is th- does she R- think she's a Ghostbuster? R E I Hans H A N C E. When you click on her name now, it says Ray Hans. Weird. Ray Hans, American writer. <clears throat> yeah, but apparently, uh, yeah, she's a, she is um, she's a medical marijuana grower. Apparently, now. yeah, um, yeah. So I think she gave up on the old act. I think she was in a few bits. Um, Forty-seven. Fucking hell, she's on fast road to fifty. That doesn't make me feel old. Jesus Christ, she was in something called Taken. <laughs> was she in Taken? What, she, what, not, she's not, not the Taken. Was she <clears throat> not the film, a miniseries, apparently. Ah. Acting career. Let's have a look. She was in 
Curse of the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, project. <laughs> Sticks and Stones, an exploration of the Blair Witch legend. <laughs> the Massacre of the Burkittsville 7, the Blair Witch Legacy, <laughs> the Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Oh, archive footage, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the list of the awards that she was nominated for in the Blair Witch Project. The Stinker's Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> And the Golden Raspberry Award. The Stinker's Bad Movie Award. Both of which I could have just won with my fart. (laughs) (laughs) She actually won. She won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actress. She won that. Um, Good. Yeah, well deserved. I think the uh, I think the Stinker's Bad Movie Award went to someone else. <laughs> Imagine being so shit you can't even win the shit award. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that uh, went to Fisherman with Glasses, uh, <laughs> or or Waitress in Background. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean she was quite convincing as a waitress. She was apparently she was one of the <clears throat> director's sisters. Um, which shows you how thin on the ground we are with trivia. Yeah, the, the, the woman that was in it at thirty seconds, she's she's related to one of the directors. Yeah, we're pretty... wasn't wasn't an interesting production in any way. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, yeah. film is the is the the Martin Henderson of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh fuck it all! It's um, yeah. I it it, it was uh, apparently they in the third one because there's been two sequels now. Because I think about ten years ago they released one that was just called Blair Witch. Yeah, there's a reboot. I've got it. I've got it somewhere on DVD. And apparently they had to really awkwardly backtrack because they they are they re- revealed some kind of creature at the end of the film which a lot of people think was meant to be the Blair Witch. It was this fucking weird kind of, I don't know, I have a YouTube of it at the end. It's like they got, they've got really long limbs and arms and stuff. And it got really bad. Everyone was a bit like, that's the fucking Blair Witch. That's shit. And I think everyone thought that was going to be the big reveal, but apparently the director sort of came out and went, uh, uh, no, it's not actually the Blair Witch. It's just one of their, uh, one of her minions. And I'd like to really awkwardly backtrack, but they reckon that was going to be the reveal of the witch. But Everyone right. just said it was shite, so they then denied that it was. So, yeah, well, uh, at least it's. I mean, at least it's not as shit as forgetting to reshoot a scene that the witch was supposed to be. In. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over what a shit show that was. That's, I just, I, I read that and I was instantly pissed off. Imagine being the actress. You're like, oh, brilliant. I'm going to be the villain in this film. I'm yeah. the, it's named after me. This is my big scene. They've dragged her out into the woods. They've said, right, this is your moment. You're the Blair Witch. This is the big reveal. And then the actor forgets to turn the camera and they'll just go, do you know what? That was good. Sorry, love. Take what you want from the buffet and fuck off. <laughs> just a horse in a dress. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that the fact that it, the, the, the Blair Witch isn't in the movie, not because of some sort of artistic direction, but they've oh, it's the, the scary of the unknown. Yeah. She's not in the film because the directors forgot to put her in it. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking incompetence. <laughs> Do you mean they were just sat there at the premiere and they just went, they got to that scene and they just went, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do that again, won't we? Yeah. Oh well, fuck it. We've, we've released it. We've we've sent it to the studio now. <laughs> yep. Piss take. Absolute shit show. The fact that, that, like, I mean, I think it was ultimately the better decision. I think if you looked at the left and just seen some generic woman, it might not. Have, it, I don't think it would have been. As, I think the unknown thing was better. It's just the fact that that, that, that they've done that accidentally that makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you said like you could do with some of Ray Hance's medical marijuana. I could. Absolutely. Ray, if you're listening. <laughs> well, she, you can have a dress. <laughs> you could have a smoke with her while she discusses uh <laughs> award speech at the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards. Oh no, Listen, she, didn't win, would, she didn't win that one. I, I would love to say that I would do that, but quite honestly, her voice 
sets my teeth on edge when I'm not stoned. Yeah, so and I could imagine it's only got a full blown panic attack happening if I was to actually get high with her. Yeah, and I can imagine it's only got worse with time in the increasing amount that she's high as well. Yeah, mm, uh, maybe Ray Hans. Ray Hans. I don't know. Um, I don't, at, what really don't she, know. at what point has she gone? I need a new start. I need a fresh change. I'm going to go with the name Ray. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. If you want to sound like a middle-aged trucker. Yeah, or a blind soul singer. What you typing in there, bud? Uh, 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 just... Why she changed her name? Why did Ray Hans change her name? Uh, she regretted using her real name in the film, as that made it harder for her to find roles afterwards. She eventually retired from acting altogether, and later changed her name to Ray Hans. So after it already fucked up her acting career using her real name, she thought, oh, "I'll just change it now." And then stop acting and smoke weed. Yeah, good career plan, Heather. Fuck me. Well, should have stayed in the making woods. Money. Yeah, no, fair play to her. To be fair, I don't see much of the other dudes in it either. Mike, they've got a place, Mike, who's Michael C. Williams. Mm. Um, haven't seen him in a whole lot. Just, I think, I'm led to believe those two are still working actors very much, but I haven't seen them in anything of note. Yeah, mainly background. Yeah. I'd imagine a lot of background. Yeah, I, th- I think this was as good as it got for that for them three. Um, you know, because it was a it was a popular film for its time. But uh, yeah, no, I think this is a film where very much uh, similar to uh, similar to the Warriors, which was like a really big cult film. But then you just never really <laughs> saw any of the Warriors and anything else, with the exception of James Raymar. Yeah, yeah, you're right, aren't you? I am, mate. I am. I like throwing back to old episodes. We've done the Warriors, haven't we? We did, yeah, we did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did. That was another one that wasn't as great this time around. Oh, so I've still got a bit of love for the Warriors. I've still, still got a bit of love for the Warriors. I, I, I mean, to be fair as well, it's nearly 50 years old. Mm. Yeah, fair point. Whereas this one's not got that excuse. It's late night, not 99, wasn't it? So it's only 23 years old. But um, And poor old Barry Brown's left us ever since. R.I.P. Patricia Dicku. Honestly, the, the IMD, her IMDb page is still at my screen. I can't stop looking at her face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'll be seeing that when you close your eyes tonight. I really will. It's kind of burned into my eyeballs, and her eyeballs look burned. So it's it's very it's it's. I've got all kinds going on in my head right now. She um, looks like uh, she looks like one half of Aaron Eckhart's face in The Dark Knight. <laughs> she does. She actually does. She looks like fucking Two Face without the normal side of the face. <laughs> Without the unburned side. <laughs> Just a fucking burned skeleton living in a fucking trailer, rambling nonsense with a stupid stick gait. Was a fucking horse, you silly cunt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> repeat, Patricia. And, um, uh, we've oh, yeah, I'm talking about the actress. Not the, I'm, t- I'm talking about the character, not the actress. <laughs> no, that was just her. <laughs> so, um, speaking of RIPs, we've got a couple. Go um, Paul Silvino. What? Yeah, mate. Did you not hear about that? Uh, no. Yeah. You died, are joking. What, since we did week. the Goodfellas episode? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm starting to think this podcast is cursed. Oh, no. That's fucking really... Ah, what, oh, what a really shit way to end this episode Paulie oh my god he wasn't dead when we did the fucking episode Goodfellas was the last episode we did and he's mm. died since then he's died since our podcast came out Jesus we, we need to record more often <laughs> actors, <laughs> actors in the films we review are dying before we do the next episodes fucking yeah, hell we need to get our shit together <laughs> well I think I think we should um, next episode we should do a film uh, that Justin Bieber was in <laughs> If Ray Hans turns up dead next week, we better knock this podcast on the head. If, if, if Fisherman with Glasses dies next week, <laughs> I'm retired. No one will fucking know. <laughs> um, also, uh, just I just want to say this now while we're on the subject of death. Please don't kill your children. 
No, no. It was, a, it, was a, it was a joke. I was, I don't, I've never killed one. I've never killed a child. No, although he did one. apparently call, kill Paul Sorvino with, with our review of his movie. With our words <laughs> and our praise. Well, to be fair, we were both very gushing about Paul Sorvino. He was awesome. That's uh, what I mean. That's what I mean. We, pra- we, we praised him to death. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> so ah, oh, that's really. I mean, he had a good innings. He was eighty-three, but ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, fucking the size of him as well. I can't believe he managed to fucking last eighty-three years. Yeah, that's Rayleigh Ota and Paul Sorvino in quick succession. Fucking good fellas, man. Ah, mm. oh, got to watch Keep... Bobby, Bobby or Joe. I mean, fucking hell, Joe Pesci's getting on a bit as well. Yeah, mate. He he. Have you you've seen the Irishman? He's he. Yeah, he looks very old in there. He's yeah. become Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's he's cracking on a bit. As, 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 I mean, if they did Home Alone four, I don't think you'd be able to fall down any stairs. Put it that way, he wouldn't get back up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you want to trick Joe Pesci's character in Home Alone four, just don't put a stair lift in the house, yeah. and he's fucked. He can't go anywhere. Home Alone on the floor, <laughs> not within reach of a phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, David Warner as well. We lost David Warner this week. David Warner, hit me. Uh, the baddie from Tron. Uh, do I know David Warner? I haven't seen Tron. He um, he was also the photographer in The Omen. Oh, I've seen The Omen. Um, I've seen The... Oh, hang on. I know David Warner. He's uh, He's in Titanic. Yes, yes, he is. He's in Titanic. <laughs> he was uh, Cal's bodyguard guy, the one who chases. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. He must have had a good innings, though. He was quite old in Titanic. 80. He was 80. Oh, oh I'm still glad about Paul Sorvino. David Warner was also the voice of Raz Al Ghul in Batman the Animated Series. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was English, right? Yeah, big time. Big time, yeah, if there was one person I know was definitely from England, it was uh, him. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, you can tell from his accent. <laughs> well, do, do you have anything more to... Probably a stupid question, really. Do you have anything more to cover on the Blair Witch Project that we did <laughs> already? No. I mean, to be fair, it's only a 70-minute movie, and we're, we're only 10 minutes behind it now, so I think, we, there are, I think we've, we've covered most scenes. Rock and roll. Yeah, mate. Um, we uh, are going to go back on the polls for our next episode. Because um, famously, really... you love being on the poll, don't you? <laughs> I think we were just going to go with. Uh, we're going to go with it. We couldn't really think of uh, so because I think the last few episodes we've had solid choices that we wanted to do. Whereas I think we're going to yeah we'll leave it in the hands of the listeners again. I think we're just going to go with two fairly popular. 80s slash 90s action movies and let you choose between them. I think we're going to go with either Die Hard or The Fugitive. Mm. I think are the two we're going to go for. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're your choices. You've got Bruce Willis's Die Hard or Harrison Ford and The Fugitive. Um, so pick one of those action movies. I'll put the I'll put the poll up as soon as we release. Uh, well, as soon as this episode's out, I'll put the poll up. It'll probably be over the weekend. So, uh, yeah. Uh, get get your votes in. Yeah, I've not seen Die Hard. You've never seen Die Hard. No. <clears throat> oh, no. Well, have you have you seen The Fugitive? Yes. Ah, oh, fair enough. Classic. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. That was yeah. that's a good film. Yeah. Fugitive is a good movie. Uh, Die Hard's also a good movie. Uh, so yeah, no, so I, I'd, I'd be quite happy with either of those. Um, so I like yeah. it, any film where Harrison Ford points at something. <laughs> he does a lot of pointing in this. Such a pointer. Yeah, and you got a uh, big Tommy Lee Jones in it as well, bad man actor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's win win other way. Both both good both good films, both good films. Considering we kind of decided on this last minute, I think they're two solid picks actually. So uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I only woke up about twenty minutes before we logged in, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> organized, yeah, organized as ever. I, I, yeah, baby. Yeah, no, I had a feeling that was the case when you when you when you didn't reply because you were kind of waiting on me and for me to put get, get the baby to bed and then uh, I texted you like, right, I'm ready. Yeah. Mike, Mike, I'm I ready. Sort of started watching a documentary on Disney Plus uh, about the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders and um, <laughs> it, it wasn't nice, as interesting nice, as it nice sounds. Night viewing on a on a Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the more you know. It wasn't as interesting as it sounded. No, no, sadly not. I started watching that 
DB Cooper series on Netflix the other day. You know, the guy that hijacked the plane in the sky. I, yeah, I started watching it too. I got about two episodes in. Um, I'm two episodes in at the moment. Yeah, so it feels like that's where the program should end. Uh, yeah, it, it's not as riveting as I thought it would be because I actually find the cast quite fascinating and I've watched a few episodes of things on it, like BuzzFeed Unsolved did an episode on it and a couple of others. But I think, I don't know, I think if you're trying to make a sort of seven, eight-part series out of it, I think you're stretching the story a little bit. Yeah, uh, so yeah, no, I, I, so. I, I, I agree with you. I'm about two episodes, and I will finish it just because it annoys me if I don't finish a series I start. But yeah, you, I, I'm, it's not famously, you do insist on finishing every time. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, I will, I will finish it. But it's, it's not as gripping as, as I was hoping it would be because it's a case that I'm interested in. I thought I'd be like, can't wait to watch the next. I thought I'd end up binging it, but I haven't been really. In fact, I think I watched the first episode a week ago. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, um, I got this, 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 uh, disenchanted. Is that what, is that the word with it? Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's, um, speaking of disenchantment, I guess, we should probably rate uh, the Blair Witch Project. Um, I'm going to give it a relatively low rating, but I, I'm gonna, I don't want to completely, I do think it has a kind of legacy in the horror genre, which I respect. I do think it did something for the horror industry. I'm going to give it a four. Generous. Uh, I'll go two. Two. I'm going to no. give it a two because uh, it did, you know, it, it did kind of invent a new subgenre of films, so yeah. it deserves credit for that. Everything else about it can suck my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I liked it when I was younger. Uh, um, I uh, for the fact that they made this big blockbuster hit on a shoestring budget with next to no plot and and no script. I kind of respect that. I, I do sometimes think they must have been sat there going, "Fucking hell, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no. How the <laughs> fuck did we pull that off?" <laughs> yeah, like I think they were laughing all the way to the bank. So I kind of respect that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do think it, it it helped shape a certain genre of film within within the horror industry, and I, and I love horror films. So um, yeah, I, I'm giving it a, a, a bumping it up a little bit based on that. I, I would probably be similar to a two with you if it was based on plot and plot alone. But I think the marketing it around it was pretty good, so I'm giving it props for that. But uh, mm. yeah, anyway, okay. So we've done our ratings. We have uh, got the next episode picks in. I guess um, yeah. Is there anything left that you want to say before we sign off, Mike? I just um. I just want to apologise to to Scott's mum and my mum. I'm, I'm sorry to everyone. I was very naive. I'm so, so sorry for everything that's happened. Because in spite of what Scott says now, it's my fault. Because it was my podcast and I insisted. I insisted. I'm getting arsehole on the Alley and Piper. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>